Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to us. This is the three ladies of Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. Um, today we thought we'd talk about the fact that everything's temporary. Whether it's good or it's bad, it's all temporary life moves on and change happens and I'm really sorry if you think that change isn't going to happen to break this to you but it is and you're gonna to have to get over it so you might as well embrace it because we all do as much as possible um yeah anybody want to join me <laughs> yeah well <laughs> now hmm. so yeah we we kind of do embrace it eventually it may take you some time to accept that these things happen because you don't always see why they're happening. You don't always understand why something is happening. And we think about the house move um, that mum and I have recently gone through and the trauma that we went through to get here. But now you look back and you think, this is the absolute perfect house. There was something not quite right with all of the others that we ended up losing for one reason or another. Um, and, you know, it's just having that faith, I guess, isn't it? In just let yourself go, forget about the actual outcome. Just accept that something now is happening for the right reason, because there is a path defined for all of us, whether it be bendy, whether it be straight, whether it be up and down, all around or whatever. And I think sometimes you try to fight it, don't you? In fact, more often than not, you fight it and that makes the situation worse. But if you just sit back yeah. and kind of accept that it's happening for a reason, life is so much easier. Natural instinct is when something happens that we don't like or that we are not, we don't understand, we fight it. Yeah. That's natural instinct. Yeah. But actually, when you go, okay. There has to be a good reason for this. I don't like it. I'm going to deal with it because there has to be good reason. Um, and I think one of the things I learned on very early on in my sort of law of attraction type of journey, which started in about 2006, was that I put a time limit on those negative feelings. I love this. We've talked about it before. This is a nugget. Different ways. But, you know, I, I remember specifically one day thinking, this is really bad. How on, on earth am I ever going to get my head around it? And by night time, because I'd changed my thinking, I'd got my head around it and it seemed like the perfect scenario. Mm. And I think from that, I sort of thought, Okay, so this is possible. This was a mammoth, mammoth decision in my life. In probably seven, eight, nine hours, I'd got my head completely around it to the point it felt right. Yeah. And I, I suddenly thought, right, I need to limit negative feelings. So when I, when I recognise, and I think the important thing is, not to beat yourself up when you recognize your energy's dropped, you're feeling negative, you're fighting something or whatever it might be. 
don't think about how long you've been in that position just put a time limit on it from there mm -hmm. now if it's something minor's gone wrong i might give myself 10 or 15 minutes if it's a massive thing in life i give myself a day yeah and i say when i wake up tomorrow it's going to be different it always is i think is that where the the general phrase of sleep on it kind of comes from because probably the, it probably is, isn't it? Because um, there's some work that Claire and I have been doing in, in one of the Facebook groups. And um, the lady in there is sort of saying, you know, if you wake up and you are in a really dire place and you can't quite get your head around what's going on and you know that you're going to be feisty and fiery and angry with everything, you're not going to be productive, are you? You're just not going to settle at all. So sleep on it, just like lay down for 20 minutes whatever and you know that when you wake up your mind will be in a completely different place and it and it it is true it is absolutely true don't ever you know go to bed on an argument don't ever walk out the door slam the door not tell somebody that you love them particularly in these times um you know you can't take anything for granted at the moment can you and you just kind of have to accept that what we're all going through at this moment is temporary it's taking a longer time than we expected. Don't, don't you think, though, that actually going through the lockdowns has made people so much more understanding? Mm. In general, yeah, you know, dogs barking, kids coming into a room while you're on a meeting, having to answer the door, me having the window cleaner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's just so understanding of everybody else's situation. And I think it's done mankind a huge amount of good, actually. Yeah, I really hope a lot of things that have sort of become the norm because of the situation we're in actually stay because I think there has been change for the better as well as difficulties mm. and things with that. Do you remember the pictures that were coming out on social media during the first lockdown of like the countryside, how the countryside looks and oh, yeah. rivers and canals and Venice? There was dolphins swimming in the canals in Venice. Yeah, I know. Just like, over cities. Yeah. yeah, you know, because we hadn't got the aeroplanes in the sky because there wasn't so much transport. And you think there's got to be a benefit to this somehow. It's told the world it's got to slow down. It's got to stop for a while and reflect because yeah. we are, you know, we're ruining everything, aren't we, with everything yeah. that we've got. Oh, God, yeah. And it's, it's I think, step I think the thing is, it's, it's not... What we've got to realise as human beings is it's not only the bad things that are temporary. Mm, yeah. The, the good things are temporary as well. Yeah. You know, um, it's very hard when something's ongoing for a long period of time that affects your mental health in whatever way, whether that's an illness, um, a relationship going wrong, whatever it might be, to realise that it's temporary and pull yourself out. You can for certain days and then something else happens and you know, you're back down into that spiral. So, and people, I think, would accept that bad things are temporary and life will pick up. But yeah. people forget that good things are temporary as well. Yeah. And absolutely. there's always going to be a setback. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter how positive you are in life or how incredible your life is. I mean, you know, it's that the grass is always greener, isn't it? People want money, yet when they've got money, they've got more challenges because more people want their money, more people yeah. want their time, they've got more responsibility. It, nothing is ever perfect. And, and you, you think, you know, the businesses that were 
absolutely on top of the world. They were booming before lockdown. All of a sudden, overnight, some of those businesses just went. And you cannot take those things for granted. And, you know, even relationships, yes, they, they might be running perfectly for a certain amount of time, but then something will come along. And like you say, change is always going to happen for one reason or another. They might not have lasted being perfect for too long because actually there could be something that you've got to realise and you can't not work at these things and you can't take them for granted and become blasé about everything because it's not always going to be there for us. No. No, you've got to, you've, life is about thinking consciously about things as well as just allowing the, the sort of automatic subconscious to take over. Mm. Um, I think for me, knowing that life's a journey and, you know, if let's, all right, let's take this to another level for the sake of the discussion. I, when I had a number of miscarriages before I had Laura, I bought a little book called The Introduction to Spiritualism and it's no longer in print but you can sometimes get second-hand copies and it's a, a tiny little um what would it be a six tiny little thing yeah and it's it's a very quick read and that introduces you to the, the fact that actually you planned this life you chose your parents yeah. you chose everything you were going to go through because you as a spirit needs to experience what your current life is teaching you and putting you through. Yeah. And I always try and remember that. And I always try and remember there's a reason that this is happening. Now, if you've listened to the previous podcasts and, and things, you'll know that I've just lost my intimera. And when she was going through some really tough times medically, Laura actually my daughter was 18 actually said to me this is her choice mum she chose this she needs to go through this mm. and whilst that in a way settled me it didn't really make me feel completely better because I still felt she was suffering yeah um at times and it's true that was her journey and me having to go through that uncomfortableness about her suffering is part of my journey yeah I think there's so many dimensions you can look at this on and so many levels a lot of people just go through life and they don't think about anything any more than oh that's happened mm. and it might be good and it might be bad but they just accept it and carry on yeah and I think that's a shame mm. in in some ways I think it's a shame but in other ways I think crikey I wish I could just put these things to one side um Claire and I have, have spoken in previous episodes about the fact that we tend to and seem to always find people that need fixing and we've always been the fixers in a relationship and to that degree, I've always then accepted these people back in my life. I've tried to fight the fact that they've been taken out of my life. This isn't going to happen anymore because now I'm accepting of it. <laughs> but, you know, it, I'd go through so much heartache for a long period of time with some of the relationships. Others have been like, thank God you've got. <laughs> um, but you, you, you're almost fighting the system. 
and saying, right, okay, but I want that person back. I want that person back. But if I were just to accept that, okay, they've been, they've done what they've done, you know, let them go, let them go because you've learned your lesson. But it's like, no, I'm going to fight that because I can change them. I can bring them back into my life. They'll be different. If I could just let them go and just accept that that's the way it is, my God, my life would have just been, I wouldn't change it now. And I've learned even more possibly. So yeah, maybe it is sad that you don't just accept things. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, no, I've, I've not been a fixer in past yeah. relationships, but what I was always guilty of was trying to put myself in their position and see their side of it and be very, very compassionate about it and give people another chance and give people another chance because yeah. they said they were sorry or they said, yeah, realised it was a mistake. And, and actually, I never... One of my friends who's a good 10, 15 years older than me actually said to me, you put other people's happiness before your own and that's to your detriment. Mm -hmm. And that really struck home when she said that to me. Mm. And that's the day I changed it. That's the absolute day I changed it because I realised that I was making myself incredibly unhappy in all sorts of aspects of life because I was trying to allow other people to be happy and the energy that you must have like spent in doing that I wouldn't yeah. say wasted because you've learned from it yeah, yeah. the energy that you must expend on doing that and, and like Claire and me you know we're the fixers the energy that we've expended on people over the years wow but it's part of your journey and you needed to go through <laughs> that to get to this point to realize it mm. yep I mean even even now we've you know I said in one of the earlier podcasts, we've still got issues with the new house. And as recording now, I have got major issues um, with connectivity and broadband and everything else. I would say even possibly two months ago, I would be traumatised by this. I would be at the end of my tether. And you should have heard some of the conversations that have gone on over the last few days with a certain energy provider who provides me with all of my utilities so you can imagine who it is. Um, but to All be honest, are available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they will be sought out after this. <laughs> um, but it's like, do you know what? I've learned so much. What is the point? I can't control it. I, I can't force the open reach engineer to come out and look at my underground line. There is clearly a problem there. So let's just make the most of what we've got and we'll deal with it afterwards if that's what we've got to do. Because actually... I could have sat there and said, oh, I can't do any work, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do the other. I found a way around it. When you're in that moment and you are so fraught with everything that's going on, you can't think no, logically, can you? But you've just got to think, do you know what? This isn't going to go on forever. So it's the start of the month and I normally get these things in by a certain time. But I'll do what I can do. That's all I can do or else I'm just going to waste more time getting tense about it. That's me. My God, I do sound mature. <laughs> yeah, and then I laugh and ruin it. <laughs> me last week, Claire, about growing, about realising something. I can't remember what it related to, but... It was about... You, usually if I'm presented with an opportunity to give advice or to... Oh, them, yes. I usually help them before they ask for it. Yeah, and she actually bit a tongue and didn't. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, you two are on such 
personal growth spurt this last 12, 18 months, it's absolutely untrue. And for me, it's such an honour to be there closely in that with you um, and to be able to ask difficult questions sometimes, which I love asking, you know, me, it's the therapist <laughs> in there. I like to ask the tough questions to make you think. And I know Flair's not always, she said to me sometimes, hmm, like it when you ask that but I know it's coming from a good place now I've got yeah. to think about it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? but you have you you've both been on such a massive personal growth I think you've perhaps still got a lot further to go yet though mm. I think you think you're further on than you are because you're much better than you were and that's the thing isn't it yeah. when we look back we go well, I was there and now I'm here, so I'm fine now. And then in another two months, you look back to that and you go, oh, I wasn't fine, actually, but I am now. And then we all just, we should keep growing. We should keep developing as human beings. We weren't put here to be static. No, that's the point. And, and change is good. Yeah. You know, if you absolutely. can't deal with change, then that's something that really, it, it, it's absolutely certain that change is going to happen. You grow yeah. every day, for goodness sake. You age every day. Something happens every day. Not every single day is the same for every single person. It can't possibly be. Yeah. The world would be pretty bloody boring if it was, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's a normal. Normal? Would it, though? Exactly. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, it's... Like, even slightly older people, the elderly people, have had to get used to technology changes they're starting to learn more about technology imagine the power that they've now got that they wouldn't have had before and they're able probably to connect more with friends and family than they they possibly were we're seeing more of friends and family virtually we're seeing faces we're speaking to people probably than we did before yeah I was talking to um Mary's other friend there was my mum Mary and, and this other lady and um she said to me the other day she said when her husband died she'd said to her son you might as well get rid of the computer I won't use it and her son had said no mum you need to learn you know and she said she honestly does not know I mean she's in her 80s she honestly does not know what she would have done now if she couldn't email people and FaceTime people and do online shopping mm. because she doesn't yeah. drive. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and she said it's it's so massive that I've been able to keep in touch with my friends all over the world through technology. Um and the four ladies that she used to have a monthly coffee morning with they still have their monthly coffee morning and sit and look at each other on the screen. <laughs> You know, and what it's not the same in any shape or form. I get that, mm. but it's allowing people to still connect, isn't it? No matter yeah. how old you are. Yeah. But that's a massive change for somebody in their eighties or the nineties. Yeah. It's the same as your dad, isn't it, Claire? Because he struggled initially with lockdown, the first lockdown, and he almost it was a bit denial, wasn't it? He was a bit in denial with it all. And it's like, no, 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 it's absolutely fine. I'll carry on doing my shopping. Just, you know, I need some bread, I need some milk. And you were like, dad, you're going to struggle to find any milk and any bread. Yeah. And then now he's, yeah. it's slightly different for him, isn't it now? And he's, he's made the change and it's, mind you, we're all it needed. Has, so I, know, I mean, but... it has had a negative effect on 
everybody elderly that I know. Um, yeah. You know, particularly I think for people who who had a lot of socialization around churches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad's church still runs a service every Sunday morning online but it's not the same like we we've said before about hugging and things like mm. that and not being able to it's the, it's exactly the same thing he can't be in the room and he actually said to me yesterday you know I don't know if I'll be able to go back into the choir because I don't know if I'll be able to sing anymore because I've not sung for over a year oh and I just said to him dad you've been in that choir for 90 years more or less you know you, you're gonna be fine type of thing but it is those things, you know, he went to choir practice one evening a week, he went to church one morning. It, the, yeah, it's, it's changed. And whilst he's embraced it in many ways because he's just gone, okay, this can't happen, that's fine. Mm. There are negative side effects to that, but it's changed and it's going to happen and it's temporary, you know, horrific as COVID is and has been and I am not playing it down the seriousness of it for anybody because so many people have been hit so hard in so many ways by it we will all get vaccinated yeah and there will become a time that COVID is a bit like a bad flu mm. yeah and it will be expected that some people get it every year like some people get flu every year. It mm. will be expected that it will turn to pneumonia every year, like flu turns to pneumonia. But it won't be the pandemic it is now because we'll have got it as far under control as we possibly yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so even this is temporary. Not as temporary as we hoped, but it's temporary, you know? There's, there's a lot to be said for mindfulness in, in situations, well, in life anyway, but certainly situations like this and mindfulness of thinking in the moment and accepting what we've got in the moment, being grateful for what we've got in the moment, taking us almost out to nature, getting back as one with nature. And I think that's possibly what a lot of my changes come from, that I have, I think in the past I was probably yeah I, I relate to this and I relate to the law of attraction and I relate to this I don't think I actually did and now I genuinely do and I understand I don't understand it all I understand so much more about it and it's almost calmed my life down and mum and I were sitting this morning saying about you know the issue I've got with this particular utilities provider um, and I was saying I, I think it's the calmness in this house as well the yeah. fact that we've moved into the dream house that we really wanted and it is so peaceful yeah. and even sitting in I mean you, you can be anywhere can't you when you're in your own palace as it were but looking outside it's just so beautiful you can't help but smile yeah and and so you know like I say all the trauma we went through to get here has been worth every single step and, and you had days at that point when you got bad news that you said, you know, we just sat and cried or yeah. whatever, but we put a limit on that. Oh, it was like 10 minutes and then we laughed. And it's like, well, we might as well laugh about it because we can't change it. And I think the important thing as well is not just to accept things, but to take action. Because a lot that's what a lot of people misunderstand about the law of attraction, don't they? Because the secret, if people have only ever looked at the secret as their source of information, yeah, it talks about thinking it. Mm. It doesn't talk about 
changing your behavior or taking action or planning or anything like that and realistically for the law of attraction to work you have to take steps you have to plan it because it has to know exactly what you want you don't have to know exactly how you're going to get there but you have to know what your end goal is and whether that's a huge end goal or a tiny end goal it doesn't matter it might be you know I want to sleep well tonight or I hope a bar of chocolate lands in my, in my drawer today or whatever it might be or it might be you know I want to win the lottery who knows what people want in life and it doesn't matter mm. how you get it isn't it important but you can't just sit on your sofa and hope it happens no you can't you've got to be inspired action that's what it's all about isn't it inspired action and as you say making it clear absolutely clear what yeah. you want to get I mean you did that with your latest relationship didn't you Claire that's just what I was gonna say Claire as well Claire wrote her list I would have a list about an A4 notebook size long little A6 notebook and it just says her and just little characteristics and things and personalities and stuff. And at the bottom, she will find me. Oh, and that's exactly what happened. See, I only know two characteristics for you, Joan. Again, we're getting completely off topic, but having a good singing voice and possibly wearing a uniform seems. <laughs> yeah, that 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 seems to be a bit repetitive. Maybe you need to add some more layers of detail, and it'll happen. I think you need to be a bit more specific. <laughs> Oh, it's awesome. Honestly, if, if there's any listeners listening thinking, what is she going on about? And you hadn't picked up from previous pod chats, I am slightly, ever so slightly obsessed with Tim Jones, the singing policeman. You so, have a little crush. You're not obsessed. You have a little crush. No, I'm not obsessed. It's, it's, a, it's a girly crush. And I even like his brother now. And I even like his mother as well. And you do get to know these people quite well on these pod chats. But, you know... Who knows how long it will last? It may just be temporary. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, but <laughs> I think I think one thing is for sure: it's temporary. <laughs> yeah, I'm living in the moment, enjoying every minute that he does his lives, and you know, if you if you're interested, check him out. It's worth no, it. I don't think I've ever seen him. Oh, he's he's just lovely. Five foot eight and a half we learnt last night. The extra half inch. The extra half inch is is everything. Apparently. <laughs> oh good God, here we go. <laughs> and that's yeah. definitely temporary. I was gonna say the extra half inch is probably only temporary as well. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Slightly <laughs> Claire wants, Taylor can't actually wants, speak at this moment. Wants to come in to have a little conversation, and this is where it can go. We, <laughs> no apologies. We, it's not a podcast for children. It is an adult <laughs> environment. Oh, everybody's invited. You might not want to stay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, I'm off again. I'm off again. Sorry, oh, we've gone completely off piste. Anyway, haven't we? That was just a temporary blip. We are back. I think we've lost it on this one somehow. You, you, I, I will let I mentioned the singing policeman. That's that's it gone. I know I just Claire, Claire I get Frogger, I, get Frogger I don't feel like you've contributed enough to this pod chat. 
you need to gather yourself uh, well like I think I came up with the idea for it and it was just something I'd I'd seen it's like like at the minute I'm working on I'm working on the body there's a lot to work on trust me um and you you, you do your workout and at the end of the workout you've you've kind of before it should have said you like I can't be bothered and I've got to do this and I've got that to do as well and everything and then after it you're absolutely buzzing and I call them dolphins which the your endorphins so if you've mm-hmm. worked hard enough or your personal trainer's pushed you to work hard enough <laughs> then you you are you could get a job standing on the cliffs fetching the ships in safely when you look cover that I look when I finished um but is that you get the you get the high from the endorphins but you also get the the pain in essence because you're making the physical changes and yeah. that's what it was it, it's kind of it's a good thing it's a bad pain or it's a bad and you can't be bothered and and it's temporary the the change i'm looking to make personally is long term mm-hmm. so the the ups and downs of the enjoying it and not liking it and hurting and i've felt every muscle in my body in the last couple of weeks for various different reasons and and somebody else has as well well yeah, yeah we, we're else. veering off again <laughs> <laughs> there is that as well yeah um, but it's, it's the fact that those things are temporary if you've got your ultimate goal or what you're trying to achieve in in mind and it's in your control there's going to be times when things are good and times when they're not so good or bad whichever way you want to look at it but they're temporary you get around them you get over them you get through them you work out a different way of approaching it you think about it in a different way often it like you said it's about being mindful and and having your mind set in the right way so that you can look at a problem from a different angle and it, everything looks different. It's like when I went for a, a walk yesterday, we were out for about three hours and some gorgeous countryside. And every now and again, I stop and look behind me because you miss a whole different view if you don't look behind you. Yeah. Now in life, when you're working through different problems and things, you don't have to go back. You can look back and think, got past that, done that now, right, next and move on. But some That's actually really important. Yeah, sometimes I think you do need to to look back like I say scenery wise and the view well epic you, you you're going to get rewarded for looking at that I just I just think you've got to a lot of people live in the past as in they think about the past over and over again yeah and you can get very stuck in doing that and whilst ever you are thinking about your past you're not in your present and you're not looking forward to your future However, as you've just said, looking back and seeing it from a different perspective, whether that be scenery or whether that be life events, business events, is really important because not only will you see a different view, but you could learn some really important lessons. I think you you learn your, and I I think we're going to be talking about this in another pop chat, about learning your self-worth and your value. And I think, you know, for the the last few years that I was in the job that really I shouldn't have been in, um, I lost myself and I didn't look to the future because I didn't really, I wasn't excited about the future. You know, it was like, oh, here we go again, here we go again. Loved my customers, loved doing the work I was doing, but it just wasn't me. So the only thing that I could do was keep looking back to my past thinking, oh, that was great, that was great. But actually there are the dangers sometimes of 
looking back with the rose tinted glasses and forgetting bits that weren't so perfect. So I think it really is important to look back, evaluate things, but on a completely different level so yeah. that you're not looking back at them and remembering all the best bits as they were and forgetting the not so good bits. Mm -hmm. See, I'm, I'm quite unique in some ways because there's a therapy called timeline therapy. And when you've, when you've gone through timeline therapy, it shows you whether you look into the past or whether you've dealt with it and you just focus forwards, et cetera. And, and it's a lot more complicated than that. And I did this, oh gosh, 10, 12 years ago. Um, so I wasn't anywhere near where I am in my journey now, as, as I am now. Um, I, I was... I was a therapist, I've got to admit, but I still wasn't as, you know, as, as clued up as I am now. And everybody's always said to me, I didn't know about that about you. I didn't know that had happened. I didn't know you'd gone through that. I didn't know. And it's because I once, when I go through something, I deal with it and it's gone. Mm. And I never think to tell people what I've been through in my past. Yeah. And... and People say to me, gosh, I had no idea that about that about you. Because I don't talk about it. And it always makes me wonder, you know, these motivational speakers mm -hmm. that have gone through this horrendous time, whatever that might be, yeah. and then go on to be a motivational speaker to say, come on, I've, I've gone through it, I'm now speaking, I'm now, you know, making fortune, blah, blah, blah. They're living their past constantly. True. I, 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 my brain will not work that out how you can <laughs> constantly be living that past and they get quite emotional some of them and that's just to me they've not dealt with it because if you dealt with it you can talk about it without emotion yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very true that's an interesting I, point actually isn't yeah, it yeah I, I really don't I don't get it I don't get why you, because I think for a lot of them, it's genuinely about helping other people. It is, yeah. I think yeah. for some, it's very much about fame and fortune and wanting to be on a stage in front of people. Yeah. And, and you can tell who they are because their stories are very fabricated. When you look at things, they're not quite as they appear to mm. be. But it can't be doing them any good, surely. <laughs> As you say, or they is that just me? Am I missing a dimension to it that not got my head round? Do you know what I mean? Because it's I'm really interesting talking about the worst time of my life. Yeah, you're still. You're still a, it wouldn't be very entertaining because I wouldn't be putting any emotion into it. Might no. be interesting because for somebody who's not been through it, but there'd certainly be no emotion in that way do you know what I mean I'd be talking mm. about it very matter of fact mm. I, I don't get it it must be the fact that you're turning it well now as you say not everybody's turning it to do it solely for the purpose of helping other people though are they some of them are doing it for the the fame and the fortune that comes so. with I it I think so some people like to be center stage in whatever arena that might be don't they yeah. And there are certainly some motivational speakers and people like that, that it is about them being on stage and that's how they're earning their money, a claim mm. to fame sort of thing, rather than genuinely wanting to teach people a way forward. Mm. It's about their story. It's not 
Yeah, that's an interesting one to really throw out there. <laughs> if, any, if anybody can tell me what I'm missing here, if I am missing something, please comment on the page on Facebook, the Raspberry Tea Pod Chat page, because I don't get how you can be reliving the worst time of your life, emotionally reliving it over and over and over again and still moving forward. And also, if you've been and seen and experienced a motivational speaker in the flesh that has done something massive for you how did they come across that's that's made that big change did it feel like they were talking about the past with passion and or did they feel as if they were just out there but how has it had such an impact on you I mean I've I've heard guys who it feels like they've sort of had a bit of a nervous breakdown on stage, an emotional breakdown on stage, telling their story. But it's a story from years before. Now, if years later they're still that emotional, that's mm. not dealt with. No. No, that's not temporary like we're talking about. No. Or Just to bring it, us back and, now. <laughs> or is it, and they're putting it on? Is it well, act? yeah, that's, that's the thing. Do you then... Oh, that's that's a bit cynical, Joe. Shut up. No, no you, you could actually be coached in how to present your story in that way. Yeah, well, it's, like actors. it's like actors, isn't it? They yeah. read a script and present that they're feeling that emotion, but they're actually not because they're just acting a part. Yeah. See, I can't act. I, I cannot act. When when I've been employed and I've had to go to staff training events and things and you're supposed to role play. Oh. If I can't be me and react in the way that I would react in that situation, I can't do a role. I, I would, you could give me 20 million pounds and say, go on that stage and act and be another character. I couldn't do it. Do you know how I, I used to do the role plays and how I used to get through? I always used to look forward to the end of the day and I'd think, this is only temporary. <laughs> Did you? I Did you really used to think, oh my God, this is like 10 minutes out of your life. Come on, you can do it. And that's what would get me through it. Yeah. Yeah. See, you've been practising this for a long time. Yeah. Without realising. How the hell do you think I jumped out of a plane at 16 and a half thousand feet? <laughs> oh no, you see, I could do that. I could absolutely do that. She says, never having gone up in a plane and tried to jump out of one. I tell you <laughs> what, when you get to that door over the drop zone and you the next step, step is out, this is a whole different ball game. But you know, things like that, that was a shame that that was temporary. I was I was sick on the way down, which obviously went oh, upwards God. into the shoe. But anyway, oh. sorry. <laughs> if this is the first pod chat that you've listened oh to about us, I do tend to say things as they are. I am very real, very genuine. You you, you say it as you think it. You don't filter it. Oh, yeah, there is no filter in in this body at all. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that was the most, Claire, if you are thinking about doing it, it is the most awesome thing ever. When you are coming down in free fall and you look around you and you're dropping quite quick, but, you know, it's just the most awesome feeling. Can't even explain it. My consultants told me I'm not allowed to in case I don't land properly. Well, there was that. I mean, I nearly did break my leg because I landed with it under me. Um, And I think that's what finally finished my knees off. But yeah, it's honestly beautiful, amazing, embarrassing. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, the guy that I did the tandem jump with didn't speak to me afterwards because 
he'd given it was a brand new shoot for one um he'd given me his brand new leather gloves that were color coordinated to the outfit that I had and of course I went and wiped my face straight afterwards with these brand new leather gloves um but we raised a lot of money for it so it was all for charity so it was all in a good cause Claire and I, for those of you listening to this, are both sat with our head in our hands and our hand over our mouth in disbelief. Can you imagine people actually, listening now I'm doing I'm watching up? Not. I'm actually not because it's Joe. And if you listen <laughs> to plenty of these pod chats, you will find out that Joe is wonderful and very random and has all these stories. And if you listen to many, if you listen to more than two or three, you'll love her just as much as we do because she's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, but that's one thing that's not with head in hands and hand over mouth because you're just like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> this, is the beauty, this is the beauty of our podcast being completely unscripted and unedited. What you hear is what we're like. Exactly. You Bless you all. Yeah, yeah we do. We love it. On and note, on that note, is it time, it's for, time for a brew? <laughs>